when I was in my 40s, I went through some pretty significant heavy duty changes that probably coincided with perimenopause and menopause. And then in my 50s, there was kind of another shift and another awareness and another kind of growth spurt. And then in my 60s, there was yet another um, kind of whoosh sense of power. And I have come to learn that these phases in my life coincide with some really significant planetary patterns. So I wanted to talk with Inez Sanjika, who is so knowledgeable about astrology and uh, guidance that can come from that. And I wanted to talk to her today about, um, well, about that very topic. Um, things like Jupiter returns and, and uh, well, let's, let's get into it. I- First of all, thank you so much for having me. I, it's, it was really quite profound, like to go deeper into this research because I'm just entered my forties. So I'm crossing one of the bigger ones that is mainly Uranus opposition. And we'll go all of three and then add the other few. Sure. Um, but yeah, so the biggest ones that coincide kind of the premenopause and menopause is Uranus opposition that happens depending on a chart. Like, so it's really good to find in your chart as well. So Uranus opposition, um, then at 40 to 44, I was looking exactly when it will, mine will come and mine will be uh, when I'll be 44. So that's mm. in four years. So it can happen depending on a chart between those years. So that's the first one. I will go deeper. And then there's 49 to 59 is where our Saturn return. No, Chiron return, sorry. And then the third bigger one, kind of these three rites of passage that takes us into the wisdom and elder years is the, the second Saturn return, which is around 59. So mm, yeah, I can say like, yeah, like the minute I turned 60 was like, Oh, <laughs> it was a good thing. It was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 can like the Saturn the Saturn one is it's usually people are quite scared because the first one comes at twenty nine, uh, mm. which is kind of very profound. Like that's where we grow up, and the second one can be not as intensely felt, but also depends on how you have dealt in your life previously, and so it happens every around every 30 years, 29 years um, in our lives. Mm-hmm. So the second one is the third one of the kind of the three rites of passage. So mm-hmm. do you want to go like into separately? Maybe we'll start with yeah. like Uranus opposition and yes, Chiron. Let's, let's like do that. that because that that is maybe the the in terms of perimenopause and menopause, when many women at this age are experiencing physical, mental, emotional challenges, um and so this uranus opposition might be mm-hmm. bringing something to the party right <laughs> a lot it's kind of like a big wake up call so just i was researching and also looking at my experience so before uranus opposition so they kind of can overlap there is a pluto square and there is a neptune square so i'm going to quickly kind of they kind of re 
like they introduce us into that like big Uranus opposition when we kind of wake up there's electricity there's truth coming through there's like things fall apart it's like it coincides also with the tarot card tower the Uranus opposition mm-hmm. so it's like things that no, no longer serve us fall apart and so that we can become more of who we are the truth comes out like it's kind of we are awakened like we like fall into our more individual selves and we can also surprise ourselves like the way we react like there's no the 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 bullshit detector is kind of switched on to anything (laughs) that like any area of our lives and we also towards ourselves so we kind of like, okay, where have I been bullshitting myself? If I can sure. use that word. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, uh, that was when I started to ask myself, is this true? Is it still true? Do I yeah. still believe this? So what you're saying, the bullshit detector turning on even on ourselves. Definitely big time. And so the, pr- the prior as uh, the, the Pluto square, which I'm going through and the Neptune that is starting to impact me. So Pluto is kind of upheaval. Everything's been brought up, like your identity kind of crumbles a little bit if you're mm-hmm. like, and then you need to find like who you really are under any kind of beliefs and conditioning and things can happen in your life, like forces out of your control that kind of takes you like I went to share my personal experience like the last month through like a very deep kind of underworld experience where I was like, oh, look at yourself. Like, this is, is this who you are? Is this who you want to be? So this is kind of introduction. And then there's a Nep- Neptune square and that's like a dissolute. So this is us trusting, surrendering and being patient. And is that trust in universe? Like that's like, the, but also dissolution of beliefs or things that might be illusions in our lives that we have carried from our previous kind of 40 years. So these can go in that sequence, Pluto square, Neptune square and Uranus opposition, or they can overlap. So I'm kind of in that phase right now, which is really interesting. Yeah. Do you want to share any kind of memories or experiences from your like let's say when you had this like around 40s. Right, right. right. I, so, um, it, it felt like a falling apart. Um, yeah. Very angry. There was a lot of anger and I didn't know where it came from. So, and I'm not, sure. an, I'm not an angry person. I mean, you know, that's not my default. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I feel it. So um, uh, I, I didn't know where the anger was coming from. And as as hormones start to shift, it, it's just kind of these layering on of other things as well. And and yeah. so um, and it's w- where I was in my career and where my kids were. You know, they were in uh, they were in their preteens, entering their teenage mm-hmm. years, and ooh, everything is changing, and it's the ground yeah. feels uneven and and. Um, uh, there's a lot of uh, tossing and turning in you know, yeah. literally in, in bed, you know, uh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, there. definitely. So it, disruption. Disruption. I would say like all of the things you mentioned, like that's like kind of what I've been experiencing, which is really interesting timing for this podcast as well to to talk about, to bring my personal experience for this and later then you can kind of uh, share yours. Um, 
yeah, definitely kind of upheaval of all the things and yeah, a little bit fear and doubt and then moving through those and finding for me, it's also what I've been getting is returning to that purest form. Okay. Who am I? Like, what am I doing here? Like what kind of things I've been carrying? Like when things fall apart, like, so Pluto, it's kind of forceful energy. Like let's talking about that Pluto square, Neptune square, Uranus opposition, they kind of go together. Um, and then, yeah. And then when Uranus opposition comes, it's kind of like, like that electric energy, um, where we, like you, when you said, where you said, like asking yourself questions to, do I believe this? Like whether it is internal or external, um, so yeah, astrology has been, that's why I love astrology because it's been this incredible map and guide. And also we can, if someone's watching and they are pre Uranus opposition or pre some of the transits that we'll be discussing also how to prepare for them. So, because these big planets, like they will, if you yourself don't work, don't do the work and try to hold on to things because Uranus will come like, whew, it will like swoosh out like stuff. Like it can be sudden kind of series of events and you're like oh what's happening so you're kind of needing to work with that energy you know Mm -hmm. that's why astrology is helpful as well and preparing for those phases and not um having maybe less fear and having more courage to like okay let's face this let's well that's a really good that's a really good thought um being less fearful about it because it can be disrupting and you can fight it all you want but it'll catch up and it's, it's exactly and it's there to ultimately wake you uranus is an awakener it's uh it's like it's that energy that like it can like coincide like let's say with the sweat and all the irritation and waking up in the night it will push you to limits and it will be kind of this like wake up to who you are and then through like let's say that the period of where we are going through this phase of shifting hormones and changing how we feel and having these kind of um, physical discomfort we are pushed to limits in a way and we have to wake up and we also start like understanding that we are mortal like in this life like with this body and with this self like you have that much time what are you doing with it are you happy like are you happy in your relationship are you happy to how you are as a parent if you are a parent are you happy in your career and the more you hold on the harder it will be the more you follow this 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 kind of insight to where you kind of are called to and what is your truth Mm -hmm. the more easier it gets like and let's say it's not easy always like the fear the doubt the insecurities will come but knowing who you are and falling in that trust and learning who you are as well has been like a big part like learning strengthening that divine connection with your own higher self or however you want to call through meditation or through different practices like I'm I'm actually starting a therapy because it's been a long time coming yeah. and it's just so timely. And I was like, all that stuff that I've been carrying with that feels like a big bag of stuff that I don't know or need or want to carry. Yeah. It's coming up. And That's I so want to think I, I started mm-hmm. therapy when I was uh, in my early forties. Yeah. It's like, it's a good, make really good time. This. Let me start. <laughs> is this as good as it gets? <laughs> yeah. 
this is and this it's it's it was a difficult last month and now I feel like wow I am so ready to move on I don't need to carry that so there's this kind of cycles there's like there's like this like pressure and then there is like this whew, surrender okay what's next mm-hmm. so it's like these like sudden epiphanies and insights and also I think patience and trust trust in myself and trust in universe that's like that's been like what's been calling and grounding myself back into myself and returning that purest form like maybe when you were younger or maybe when you were smaller when you have what do you want to do with yourself like who you are in this world what do you believe and what do you need to change in order to align more with that so that you stop struggling that you stop suffering like with all of those other things yeah yeah so so it's a good wake-up call and and then yeah um then and then, then in this in the great cycle so the next so um yeah so the next so that's the uranus return and those like pre yeah uh, and pluto squares and then uh that's the 40s like kind of so you tell me as well. So when we kind of stop having our periods and like in menopause, that's around 50, right? Yes, for, for many women. So this this yeah. menopause might be 10 years long. So 50, yeah. 51, 52-ish. For me, I, it was yeah. 51. Yeah, and that's exactly, not exactly, but also this. So next, next we enter Chiron return, mm-hmm. which is a huge kind of like a, passage like the second one of the of the menopause if we want to look at it like these three big ones so chiron in our charts is where we have the wound where we have and chiron was originally in mythology like the wound the image of the wounded healer like he had he was wounded but then he learned to heal he didn't uh, heal himself like completely, which is like there's a message in that, but then he learned to heal others. So through these 50 years, as we go to towards the 50, we have learned different things. And now it's the time that we can, um, we have learned like also through the 40s, we learn different tools, different healing tools and variety of stuff, because there is like medical things. There is, yes. we, we feel our body aging as well, if that, yeah. right? Yeah. So we we search out or allow different ways to heal ourselves and take care of ourselves, I think, in that time. Yeah. And the then for, the 40s are a good time to start laying a foundation for health for for yeah. being healthy as you age, you know. Exactly. Body, um, mind, spirit. <laughs> yeah, all of those things. And then and the 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 way that Chiron works with us when the Uran, the return happens between the it can go for two years. Um, that's where we become aware, or let's say the wounds we've been carrying, and it becomes kind of we start to see like in the highest expression we see the wounds as gifts, like through um, portals of wisdom of light. Because when our heart is broken, when we experience loss or grief or heartbreak, our hearts actually crack open. And as human beings, our human egos, we don't want to suffer. We're like, oh, let's distract myself with Netflix binging right? or, something <laughs> yeah. or, or or like heavier addiction. Or yeah, or alcohol like or any of those addictive b- behaviors. Yeah. 
And the more you kind of hold on to not wanting to face with what hurts, the the kind of darker it can get. But the more you're open, like the more you let that, like let's say hurt or suffering, because depending on the Chiron in your chart, it's really interesting also to look at like whoever is listening or watching, where is Chiron in your chart? This was really also profound, like to study this and to to learn this. So and see, and then at that Chiron return 49, between 49 to 51, around that time, we kind of um, tap into this awareness that our wounds are our port- portals to healing, portals to light, portals to wisdom. And also Chiron's glyph is a key. So there is a kind of um, symbolism of it's give, like it's giving you a key to also now to guide others and teach oh others and others with that energy that you hold from Chiron, whenever it's in your chart by sign and by house, you have probably you or anyone have probably inspired or healed others just with that because that's the energy of Chiron we are we become so good at sharing that energy or teaching others from that Chiron space because we are so aware of how it feels powerless in that energy we each have this key then given like we heal ourselves like after the Chiron return we it becomes more easier to see like to heal and let go our wounding and not carry it like this big pain in the heart or whatever you feel in your body and like kind of release it and yeah it can be uncomfortable but if we tune and tap into that our own energy and connect it to the work the healing work we can do it can become profoundly healing and uh, the light like your heart cracks open and all of those things and we can be that light for the world as well that's so to take what you've described in general and apply it to my 50s Mm -hmm. that was a huge time of coming to forgiveness um, yes. Um, I, yes. And and learning, taking that forgiveness and rebuilding a relationship. Yeah. Because if you oh, that's beautiful. If, if you've truly forgiven, you don't have to forget, but you can forgive. And mm. if you want, there's an opportunity to rebuild the relationship. Um, yeah. If you want. I wanted to. And so yeah. exactly what you said, the, 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 the pain uh, gets, and the dealing with it gets, it was a gift to be able to transform mm. this pain into something that I could, and it was my choice, something yeah. that I could do um that was that was very meaningful to me for you know the next dozen years Um, yeah it's uh, that's really beautiful what you share like I get chills uh Uh, and two things one thing um is forgiveness and towards the others but also towards yourself I think oh yeah a big 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 part I think especially those who are more sensitive and more the healers and light workers we it's it's a different energy for us to and that forgive self-forgiveness it's huge in all stages but especially i think around this transit and then another thing you said about choice 
that's, I think, applies to all of these big passages and all of how you work because you always have free will. Like astrology, sure. yeah, a, yeah. Like, it's a map. It's a it's a guiding kind of this lamp in a darkness, like some sometimes darkness, but it will always be our choice how much we participate in life, in those choices, in what universe brings in because it's not always like it's not always bad or good. There's no bad or good, like more challenging or more expansive experiences. It's also your participation, like in it, like you creating you as who you are, becoming more of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the forties sets that up. You're questioning, you're wondering, who am I? And then here, if you've done that work, uh, uh, and, and taken the opportunity to really sit with that discomfort, and do that work, it opens this path to the key that Chiron offers. Yeah. It it exactly. unlocks potential paths with this Definitely. awareness of of yourself, your goals, your values. Yeah. And I Definitely all of what you said. And also I think the, there is compassion because it is a healing energy, even if it's like I say, like the, the hurts, the wounds can come up in a bigger way because they are ready to be healed. And like having that self-compassion to self-forgiveness, self-love, all of those things, um, when we integrate and embody them, only then we can really share that with others. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in a, in, a, in a bigger sense when we are really embodied in that, in that truth, like, and accepting all of the parts, like you said, like, you know, a supposition can, can just show up in this really way of showing like all, and especially I think the Pluto square. And I also have Pluto on my son, like now, and it's going to go back and, ah, and it's like showing you like who you are in just such a brutal sometimes way. But I, I am a Pluto person, like I'm, I have a very Plutonic chart, so I like it, but this time was like, wow, this one is really, <laughs> um, the, the transit and the energies we're talking like can feel like big and like disconcerting, but there's also these, they also give us like an openings, like and these, these uh, portals and, and ways to become who we are, I think in a really big way, because if we kind of like just fumble around life and nothing happens, like it's like, this is like, like I said before, that when we hurt sometimes and when we feel things very intensely, those are where we open to who we are. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. It's your little raw at those edges. Yeah. By the end of 50s, we um, enter in our second Saturn return, which is kind of the third rite of passage. First Saturn return, which is really the biggest one of our lives, like one of the biggest transits. Like I think it's becoming so much more popular, and people are having podcasts like Saturn return. Oh yeah, 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 because the first one Saturn. Saturn's a beautiful planet. (laughs) It's nice that you see it that way, but a lot of people are like kind of oh Saturn because Saturn is like the father of time, and it's like this like there's this I think we talked about this like strict father energy is like taking responsibility, it's commitment, it's waking also another kind of wake up call these all are wake up they are all through our lives we get wake up calls sometimes softer and expansive and abundant, and sometimes more like, have you done your homework? Mm-hmm. Have you done like for the last sixty years? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
is it is what you're creating in this world standing a test of time are you really fulfilling your potential like these will come up like these are saturn is more kind of this like parental energy but also taking off the rosy glasses and like illusions and uh because also we are becoming like let's say 60 we are more to the others other time timeline wise we are more yeah. closer to the, to the end of our lives as a, as in this it, it with became, this particular suit it became very clear it, i was 61 and the phrase that kept coming into my mind was i have more time behind me than yeah. i have ahead of me what am i going to do with this really valuable time you know it's it becomes like really important to, that i just the stuff that i don't give a shit about anymore i better stop messing with it yeah really focus on what i care about now cuz i don't have that much time <laughs> and maybe exactly. i do. maybe i'll live to be 100 but still still you will i think you will <laughs> so this is something that you can share from your experience more because i can look at this potentially because i haven't lived through it but i just like energetically i can tap into that so yeah you can share maybe a little bit more if you want to like what so it was 5 years ago for you yeah so yeah i'm 66 so um yeah. so it uh i i became very clear about uh reorienting to my true north because yeah. because i did the work because my 40s helped me do that getting clearer and letting go and forgiving um and the the freedom that comes with that you know i don't mm. want to carry this, as you said i don't want to carry this anymore i'm putting this one down yeah. i don't it's it's a lot i was lighter maybe yeah and i was so when i say that it, at first i thought lighter in weight but my light was clearer too i realized that my 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 career which was very good i enjoyed it i was successful um mm-hmm. i i started to reorient toward becoming a mentor for the, the people who worked with me Ra- rather than being mm-hmm. their leader it became very mm-hmm. important to me to bring these other people up yeah cuz mm-hmm. i was going to leave so yeah. in terms of my, the my three decade career four decade whatever long it was i knew i needed to leave specifically what i was doing the kind of work, the kind of P, i was doing pr um mm-hmm. and marketing work i needed to leave that yeah that no longer fulfilled me in a way that it used to and yeah I needed to use my wisdom to guide to guide other people and in the 50s the experience of forgiving not only myself but uh having laid down a foundation of uh having done all that work i wanted other people i other women to have that feeling it was so that's, precious that's, and valuable to me that's what i wanted to to uh do is to pass on yeah it's like a legacy what definitely can I, what can i leave 
how can I leave this place better than I found it? <laughs> Amazing. And legacy is one of the biggest Saturn words. Oh my legacy. goodness. Yeah. So that's beautiful. You share that. It so aligns with all the kind of themes and keywords and energy of Saturn. Like when you really do your Saturn and come to that um, second Saturn turn and like, it's beautiful what you share, like you become an elder, like there is that, like the third, that's the third rite of passage. And then you pass on, like you say, your wisdom and um, there's maturity and you have to be mature. Yeah. yeah. And I'm fine with that. I am not afraid of getting old. Now, I don't know if that's just me talking in my sixties, ask me in 20 years when I'm 80, you know, I don't know. Um, but, but this is the most I have never felt as powerful and strong mentally, physically, because that's a hobby, but, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I have never felt this strong. And I want other people to get to this spot, maybe not in my time, but in their own time. I want, women especially to come into their own um that's why like that's why your work like even like for me you've been one of the biggest inspirations of women like just just having taking that power and doing the work and like the work that you are doing uh right now in the world and sharing is just so prevalent so important and so needed it is i think beautiful well older women for so long have been like thousands you know not thousands of years but but centuries have been marginalized yeah if you look at that at the rise of patriarchal societies these older powerful women they were pretty scary (laughs) exactly and 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 pretty powerful and so you had to marginalize them and and make them invisible and there's no reason to be invisible there's uh i may look you know gray hair doesn't bother me you look amazing (laughs) (laughs) wrinkles don't bother me because i know that i know that i'm powerful exactly i love that that just fills up my heart i love that (laughs) like i'm so excited for all the people that will come into your field and learn and and just remember like the old age is not where we come weaker or or the opportunities are taken away we become more in our power and in our strength and that's i think it's important in today's world where the patriarchy has ruled for a while and we have forgotten it as women some things and there has been trauma i think cellular trauma dna mm-hmm. trauma that we carry but I think it's time to remember that and wake up to who we are more as we grow older. Yeah. You mentioned. I'm excited to grow older as well. Sorry. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. That's, that's my, that's my goal just to get people. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned Saturn being the, the father, father figure. Is that what? Yeah. In a, in a, in a, we we can, the father, father energy, but maybe we can reimagine it just in our own, in our, in our own cells as that's that's the matriarch that's the crone energy <laughs> yeah crone energy i think like i think maybe in astrology there is like that 
like it is associated with male male energy but male energy can also like it's not a necessarily a male as in world often it does symbolize that in astrology as well but it's a that mature energy it's the male energy the teacher energy is the elder energy is the maturity is the passing on the wisdom all of those so jupiter returns is one of the most beautiful kind of transits that we experience through our lifetimes and they happen every 12 years so 24 36 48 60 72 so throughout all every 12 years yeah where we where we kind of have this influx and just injection of energy and life and confidence and opportunity so that happens so the in in connection to menopause like so that would be 48 and 60 and then later we can find a 72 where we have these years where um like so jupiter also works in this way like it brings a lot of opportunities and abundance but at first like when we enter jupiter um, return it has to also clear out anything that kind of like doesn't so it can it can be very expansive years it can be years that opportunities come people come it's kind of this for me that I experienced that at 36, 37, it was like a very synchronistic phase where I was just flowing and expanding. And even though I still carried a lot of like my stuff, there was just this, it's almost like it was like this universe was guiding me and I was fully trusting and I was really enjoying it for most of the time as well. So I was taking all the opportunities that came in a way. And this is where we start every 12 years we end the cycle and we start a new cycle. So this is a huge, uh, if you are going through it, you are, some of you, the listeners or watchers are going into this phase. This is a huge kind of um, way to set a, a foundation for the next 12 years or for the rest of your life. In in some cases, like I did in my 30, when I was 36, 37, where I really, I started my astrology, like I really, like I'm going to be astrologer. And That's when you be jumped into the deep end, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I have been studying this and learning this. This is my passion. This is who I am in a way. This is a gift that I've been given. I've done this for many lifetimes. I know that now. And I was like, okay, all opinions aside, I uh, people thinking I'm crazy. You can't be a soldier as a, as a life path or career. I was like, nope, this is what I want to do. And I was just like, all fear aside, because Jupiter can give you a lot of confidence and you can like, and I just took it as like, oh, just going to take this and make the most of it. It was great. (laughs) That's great. So here I am like, like practicing, like I've, I've, I've just really, it's been my medicine. My work has been my medicine, like following that, um, that, that time where I had my Jupiter return. And then um, just expanding and going from that. And now like hitting that um, Neptune and Pluto square, it's more easy for me because I know I'm on the right path. I listened to my soul, even it was scary and I had fear. I had to tap into my courage. Mm. And there's a beautiful quote that I heard, which I watched this Oprah and Viola Davis um, they have this conversation and Viola Davis wrote this book. Uh, Remember, remembering me, or yeah. if I'm not mistaken, you can find it. Um, and there was this quote, she talked about the um, courage is just 
fear what I should have pulled this up fear that's uh, that's had its that said its prayers so courage is like that and that really was like courage has been something that's like been with me through all my life and now I was like I was forgetting it like kind of like Mm. and that really reminded me I don't know where I went with all of this. <laughs> I think like if it's coming up, then I but wanted well, to share yeah, that. Well, but so, that, that, that sounds like what Jupiter brings. Yes. Sense like of, courage, courage, confidence. If we are not really aligned with our purpose at that time, um, it really kind of, it re, 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 ignites itself or it's being reborn like the dream that you want to do the dream that you want who you want to become what legacy you want to leave in this world like and what you want to share all of those things and just being at peace I think and joyful in who you are which comes from doing your purpose which comes from doing your kind of what you are supposed to do so this is kind of ignites that and reignites that every 12 years so it's really um I think important to because Jupiter does give, but you have to be ready to give. You have to do the work like prior. You have to be ready to receive because a lot of us, like if we hold on to something like relationship, job or something, we won't be, we won't have space. Universe loves space. So if it's full, if you are in your anxiety and depression and you are still holding on to something that you know deep in your soul that's not for you, there's no space. That's that's really interesting because uh, for many women, their perimenopause symptoms are at their most extreme around age 48. It's they've been in they've they've been in perimenopause and now they're 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 uh, their menstrual periods are crazy. They're heavy. They're light. They're skipped. The kids, if you have kids, they're teenagers. Your parents might need extra help because they're aging. You're in, if you're in a career, you're, it may be that you have, if you might now have management responsibilities, it's like everything is pressing down on you. It's if the universe likes space, and you have no space to give it, it is, it'll tear you up. Yeah. It's hard. It's like, I've, I, I talk about perimenopause and go, the, the whole transition is being like a, a marathon. It's long, mm-hmm. it's hard. And for the last few miles, it is, you go to dark places, but you mm-hmm. do it because the finish line, crossing the finish line is so fabulous. But yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't have the space to receive, it's probably yeah. really hard. Yeah. So everyone who's listening in the future, in the, in the future, <laughs> make space, make space for universe to give its blessings and to receive. Because if you do have space, which uh, I've noticed, I've recently been really good at creating space, even if it's scary within my being in that void space of being able to then receive and let go of the versions of me that are no longer really me, if that makes sense. Like you're becoming more of who you are, but you also kind of, they shed like skins shedding, you know? Uh, So the more you are receptive to new, uh, which is, and the change, which is the only thing that's constant, right? Yes. The The more smooth these transitions can be. They don't always have to be, um 
very kind of painful and hurtful. They will be challenging, but it will be up to you uh, how to navigate them. I, I think that's where um, the discipline of self, the discipline of self-care yeah. and the discipline of setting boundaries is probably mm -hmm. very important uh, yeah. throughout life. But if you haven't learned them by the time you're in your late 40s, it's a good time to start that practice and to to yeah because that would give you this it's all happening anyway yeah but if you can set some boundaries and and learn how to do some self-care that will open some space definitely definitely i think that's really the biggest thing mm -hmm. like learning self-care self-love learning who you are through that process as well <laughs> yeah yeah and then we have another kind of a kind of um, window, few windows of like into our lives, which is nodal returns, which is at 18 is first, 18 and a half, then 37, 56 and 74. So this is like a little bit about the nodal. I'm going to explain just a little bit because that's sure, um, something I really deeply work into my own practice so we have the nodal points are points and um not an actual like bodies celestial bodies so the south node is where we come from it's our ego selves our past incarnations if you believe in that you don't necessarily have to and then the north node is what we come to learn in this lifetime so when no when uh, nodal return happens when the transiting north node conjuncts your where your node was when you north node where you're going this life your life purpose conjuncts it like natally so the transiting conjoins the one you were you had when you were born okay so it's kind of a conjunction it's called return through those years that i mentioned so 37 and 56 70 so that that's those are times relevant to mm -hmm. menopause uh time uh so this is when the, no, the transiting north node conjuncts our natal north node, this north node is our what we came to do in this life. This is like our kind of essence, that deep soul juiciness, what makes us happy. But uh -huh. north node is not north node is what we're learning. South node is where we have our past like kind of gifts, but also a lot of layers that we are default layers that no longer serve. And North Node will be uncomfortable and challenging, but it's where we will revel as beings, as souls. Like that's what we're learning. And when it comes to this return, um, it's like, it's it it the universe kind of aligns and makes your soul purpose and your soul mission and who you are makes it known like you feel it like from my experience i felt it in my body like it's kind of coincided also um with the jupiter return like in the 36 37 and they both coincide and that's why for me i think it was that big explosion wow, of like boom yeah purpose, purpose like it was this light it kind of lit me up as well because i was going through a lot of stuff like in that time a lot of like in a way traumatic stuff but that part like i remember it as being just very expansive because even though like the things the trauma was happening like the hardship was happening there was this like the purpose was so ignited that I was like and that was and like I said before that was my medicine like that was like I remembered who I am like when we have no other returns we it can be scary to like because like I mentioned it happened like when I decided to be an astrologer it can be scary but it's ultimately 
when you do that, like when you have the courage to do that again, it's like you kind of step into this portal and it kind of opens. It feels like an opening. It feels like people come into your life and kind of guide you and take your hand and help you and all of these things. And like, yeah, that's how it felt. It's, um, it's different than Jupiter return uh, because it's more connected to very, what we came here to do as a soul, a very, very deeply on a soul level, like mm. what, like, and this you can find in your chart um, by where is your North node in, in your, uh, your, yours as in everybody's by house and sign and then go deeper in that energy Um, but it gives us kind of this supportive platform of resources universe basically gives you resources where you can when you feel supported if you follow if you follow that north node energy if whatever is in your chart does that make sense yeah Yeah. if you go this this route we will support yes Exactly. And if we as, go as back opposed to, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I'm falling yeah. off the wire. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we fall off, but it's in order for us to, to step into more into who we are. Like every time uh, we fall uh, off, yeah. every okay. time we are, the job's been taken away, the relationship breaks up. Like learning to see these as these profound lessons and portals to growth is, I think, one thing that as I've learned through learning astrology uh-huh. and through being who I am and also through trusting against all odds into myself through those times has made me who I am because if I had can overcome that, if I can do that, like through my darker moments or or the underworld like metamorphosis, like I fall back on that. Like mm-hmm. I could do that. I can do anything. So you kind of become following North Node is will be scary, but also will kind of take your soul to this level of bliss that is like, I don't know if anything else can do that. So okay. um, so that uh, then um, you had mentioned this, this third bonus phase, the Jupiter return is that there's another one when you're 60. There's yeah, one. but that's kind of like, so those two Jupiter returns. Are the same. Yeah, <laughs> they won't be all the same, but it's going to be like, uh, so 36, 48, and 60, 72. So these like kind of, okay, these got bonus it. Yep. Phases, like they all like, so these two like Jupiter returns and Nodo returns will be this more, uh, well, soul kind of injects that light. So they all kind of continue, like every time will be a different, like that cycle will feel different, but the the the, the similar similar energy will be the expansion and confidence and kind of tuning into that dream of who you want to be and what you are here to do. And so, if you yeah. missed it 12 years ago, I'm coming back for you. <laughs> yeah, which is always great. Like it's like life always has our back. And like it's and remembering that the, the rites of passage, which can be more challenging, are the portals of wisdom and light and growth and expansion and even though they're difficult because like the the hard cracking open will feel difficult but it's ultimately for light to pour through there's a few ways to get older there's kind of this stagnant way and just complacency which like if you give into conditioning and like a lot of it is conditioning and just not doing the self-work or you can really embrace like those rites of passage. And um, I don't know if you wanted me to talk about some specific return. Yes. Like uh, yeah. we have Jupiter return at 72. 
Yeah. So that's another one of those. And then Noldo return at 74 and a half, which is like, so this is like really, again, uh, tuning into a deeper purpose work and like the crone age and really coming into that really, I see these, like, I see if someone really has done their work and living in their purpose, these really beautiful women, like with gray hair and sitting there and everyone comes to you for wisdom. <laughs> I've loved talking with you. What a fabulous conversation through, through aging and Surely. astrology. Thank you so much. Now you, you have found your passion, as you mentioned earlier, that you, you followed that, that, that guide that you got. So um, you you do do readings. I I know because you've done one for me. And it was fascinating. <laughs> I had never done it before. So how would how would somebody get in touch with you if they would like to um, explore this more with you? Yeah. So mainly it can be through my website, which is inessasonchica.com. Um, which you maybe can put somewhere like I will you... I will put those in the show notes and share those yeah. And yeah and then on social media in Sasonchik you can just type in I think I'm the only one I might be the only one in the world with that particular name uh, so it's quite easy to find me uh, on Facebook and Instagram if okay. you want to connect with them. and I, so I just be, I I will be sure to um have that in the the podcast notes so that people can mm-hmm. click through and and reach you amazing this this has just been a fabulous conversation I hope uh, I've gotten so much out of it and 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 I knew where we were going but I'm still sitting here going wow (laughs) 